Woody versus Oh, uh, you said it before me. We're back. So that don't. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. You said it last. No, nah, I said it last, and the last, and the last, and the last one. I'm gonna just let y'all know I'm snitching on you, Chris. Chris comes unprepared to podcast. I'm gonna keep it real, bro. Chris <sighs> used to be mad prepared. He used to be stressing me. He used to write shit down. He used to be like, "Bro, we have to talk about this and talk." Man, you not prepared no more, bro. You, I couldn't. Man, tell me one thing about Mark Zuckerberg getting grilled like by the Congress. Mark Zuckerberg, that nigga, like, oh my god, he got ethered. He basically said, like, I think a Kentucky, like, set, like a Senate member, that nigga was like, basically, you need to change your ag- user agreement and uh, write it in English and not in Swahili. Um, that was a kind of racist remark, but I understood what he was, try- what he was trying to say. But, uh, yeah, he was basically just getting grilled, just absolutely, like, ethered for, like, you know, a couple, I guess, minutes. And uh, he looked like a robot. And he was sitting on I'm a I'm a robot. Seat. Dancing robot. <laughs> A lot of people won't know what that is, but if you have kids, you'll know. But yeah, dude, that's wild, right? Yeah, like, very. This is this is probably one of the most like millennial things that's been happening. Like, I guess our generation, like the fucking creator of Facebook. I mean, something you know, was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, like when you have everybody's information, you know, like everybody and their mom has a Facebook account, you know, like. <laughs> Whether they like it or not, their information has been sold. Like, you know, you could you could have deleted your Facebook account, but they probably made enough money off of you before, you know. So shout out to Chris talking on wild. air right now. It is wild, but transitional words they go help you. You ever heard that joke that uh, Joey Diaz, and, uh, Bill Burr, and um, yeah, about with the black comedians yeah, well, and they always yeah, well, it's like with black people don't have shit to say. Like after they said a joke, they'd be like, "Man, it's crazy out here." <laughs> <laughs> and like um nah dude and, and white people and white no, people have transition words too but go ahead go ahead go ahead my bad i'm cutting you off go ahead no one thing about that situation that was just like bothering me it was like I, I don't know like a lot of people don't understand that if something is free you're the product and i think that like america or like you know the people that are using all these social media platforms just most people don't understand it. They think it's just, you know, this free thing that they can go on to. And it's like, yeah, just realize that, you know, your information is out there, man. It's being sold. And uh, I think if people had a better understanding about this, you know, shit probably wouldn't Hold be on. as weird as it is right now. Can we now. have a moment for how Facebook, I mean, how Instagram, sorry, how Instagram is slowly but surely changing into a more condensed more sleek version of the actual internet bro it's basically an internet explorer that has the hub as your pictures of yourself that's it you can buy stuff on instagram you can order food damn near you can figure out where people are at most people's instagram that are brands it looks like their actual web page you know what i mean some people get more traction mm-hmm. on their instagram than their web page and then even further now, they're adding the forum situation to it with their um, latest update for people who've updated their Instagram. They've noticed that now it is no longer comments being chronological. Now the comments go from on some. It looks like a discuss um, like um, like feed that's on the bottom of website. So basically, the most popular comment is the first comment you see. Then it goes from numerical order from that so if something has 600 likes under it that's the first comment you'll see and then all the way down to like zero to a one to zero comment i mean likes and that's pretty crazy because what that does now is make every post actually a blog post as it would be on a website rather than it feeling like an instagram comment com you know string or thread it's not that anymore now it's more or less a comment section, which is crazy for them to actually bring that type of um, like internet, like I don't know the word I want to use, but basically merging that is took the fun out of Instagram because people want stuff, but they don't want it to feel like something else or they're going to feel like they're getting bamboozled because the whole thing is to escape normal internet um, interactions and have this little thing that's in your phone that you can put away, but no one puts it away. You know, that's in quotations or whatever, but or parentheses. But it's just really interesting to see how slowly but surely Instagram is really just transforming into just a web browser. At the end of the day, it just really is, you know? Yeah. It's uh it's crazy, bro. Like I think that yeah, that 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 whole entire edition 
brings so much more levels, you know? Like, I mean, like, everybody loved World Star comments, you know? And, like, everybody loves, you know, the Hype Beast comments and High Snobiety. So that's just going to bring a lot more people. And it's going to bring, it's going to probably create another subculture on Instagram. Like, bro, the comment section on, like, celebrities' shit is going to be so cool now. Like, it's not all spread out and fucked up and stuff. But I don't know. I, I can't wait to see where Facebook is in, like, five years. Um, out of all the social media platforms. <laughs> it's so funny, bro. Twitter. I'm looking at this. Let me show you what's going on. So, basically, I just went to a picture of Karuchi just out of boredom. The, the top comment is... Victor Cruz saying, mmm, that got 600 likes. Then right after is Christina Milian, which is her friend. Then it's Sid. It this literally looks like someone's like, you can really find out who's who really fucks with someone, who's like a part of someone's lifestyle, all of that now, the way they've like like organized it. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's 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 mm-hmm. really crazy. Cause like basically you see a bunch of blue check comments and then after that it's all just a bunch of just random people just saying what they want to say. It's almost like they took the power away from the people and made it all about does those people's connections and that's not fair. That's not fun, you know. That ain't cool because because now someone got to try to say something edgy in order to in order to get their comment seen rather than just getting read in chronological order. Crazy. Yeah, man. So- so the fact that I've talked about this for three minutes is also crazy. So let's also talk about just what's in front of us. Man, that should be like a little, man, that should be like a phrase, what's in front of us. But Nicki Minaj, today's technically what, Nicki Day they calling it? Is that what they calling it, Chris? Yeah, Nicki stands are fucking weird. Are they? I, bro, yeah, they're super weird. Like, bro, I think that you would like this. Since the song is named Chun-Li... These Nicki stands on Twitter, like, they have no idea about Street Fighter, so they think that, like, Nicki Minaj is doing them a huge favor by, like, naming their song Chun-Li. And, like, the per- like the people that were arguing were saying, like, oh, this isn't as big as Mortal Kombat, da 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 like, and, yeah, it's, like, pop stands are fucking weird. Like, Nicki Minaj stands are definitely in the same realm as, like, fucking all those pop stands, like, Car- like Charlie XCX and, what's her name, Dua Lipa, that queen. But yeah, it's fucking weird. Don't go on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know, but what I do know is that most fans, especially the ones that are on Twitter and stuff, they basically live in a world where they're damn near like borderline or what's the other word? Damn, I'm really not fucking with like my brain right now. A quasi, it's a quasi cult, damn near. Because these people basically just sit around people who who like the artist the way they do all day. And just yeah, it's just like an echo yeah, chamber. Yeah, yeah, totally. And because of that, they say stuff like she broke the internet. Technically, in your universe, she kind of did. Yeah, that goes that goes for almost everything. Like even like forums like KTT. Like it's funny like to see like how naive. I mean, uh, like yeah, not how like naive and like just closed minded these people are. Just because they think like you know like just because it's popping on here like it's popping all over the place. And um, a lot of people, like, don't got, they, some people are just too connected to the internet, you know? They're too into it because they don't really have a life to live. I ain't gonna lie, that's a little Sucks. harsh. I'm not gonna go, I, I'm not gonna I, I'm go sorry, that far because hey, everyone who's living has a chance every day. I ain't gonna go as far as you did. I'm t- I ain't talking about that. I'm just talking about, like, they ain't got no life. Like, they, they, they you know, they, they just, you know? Like, bro, you know all these Twitter, like, you ever be seeing them tweets where it'd be like Twitter stand accounts fighting each other? Yeah, in but life? what I, what I also see is everyone laughing at Tristan Thompson. We really talking about some tea right now. This is just some shade room type shit. It's the tea Wait. hour, man. We're, we're on oh, hold on. Can we? Oh, oh, hold on. Can I do some rest in peace? Rest in peace to um. Well, lipstick alley still going, but rest in peace to like Bossip. Remember Bossip? No, Bossip still. Yeah, going. but like barely. About? It ain't the shade room. No, bro. They be they like Bossip be big on Twitter because they be making all of these fucking crazy ass headlines. Like the headlines are retarded okay, as fuck. I'm gonna keep going. Like, it'll be like big booty cutie. Da 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 da. Gets you know like fuck like I don't know. They be on the they be all on right. The good, well, uh, buzzwords. The, no, I bet more people go to the shade room than they go to media takeout. Remember media takeout? 
Oh, dude, I used to wait at like 10 o'clock every day and read media takeout. Okay, so I... That shit was All right, flames. now I got another one for you. Remember Nicole Bitchy? No, you don't remember Nicole Bitchy? Bro, well, media takeout don't even got an Instagram. I don't think I'm looking. I'm looking for it right now. They don't got one. Nah, they they still got their website. Of though. course, but it just ain't the same, man. Because yeah, because because the same. shade room. I bet they got something to do with the shade room, though. No, you know what it is, bro. We don't need to go to these websites for this anymore. Like it's just like, bro. We see this on our Twitter and Instagram timelines. Like we get all the tea from there. It's like we're literally getting the tea from the source now. Nobody has to present it to us anymore. So I I hear you. you know, but the shade things. room is conquering because of Instagram. It's all good, but that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So I just had damn the shade room. Going, shade room got twelve million. God, bro, damn. they got people's attention, man. You know what I mean, bro? Because they basically like the academics of like tea. Yeah, like yeah, man. But yeah, crazy. shout out to Nicole Bitchy. I remember that shit too. Yeah, that shit was a big deal. Um, this is also the anniversary of Charlie Murphy's death. So shout out to my homie Christoph. Yeah. That's my brother for real, for real. That's the Brody, as he would say. That's the Brody God. Like, bro, I know they call Russell Westbrook the Brody, but he he like he he uses that word. Like Christoph really uses that fucking word, bro. He goes in with that word. Um, I was chilling with Dapper Dan today. I had a good convo. Everything was good. Everything was copacetic. You know, really happy to see that he's prospering. And that he's gonna let me bring a few people through. So you know, if if you think you if you think you got that money, you only need about three to five G's. But if you got that money and you trying to you trying to make history, holla at your boy, cause I got the plug to go meet the legend. He was so dapper. He was so <coughs> dapper today. You know, like no uh like pun intended. No pun yeah, intended. well pun intended. Fuck it. He was clean, right? But yeah, I let him know it was a video. He was all good with that. He was like, yeah, I'm clean. It's all good. Fuck it. He's like, you Hell seen yeah, that other man. link I text you? I was like, yeah, that shit was ill. So shout outs to the Dap man, always, always showing love. Go, always showing love. He hit me with the good Happy New Year first thing. He was the first person, first person. Speaking of speaking of showing love, uh, Nicki Minaj has a problem with certain artists not showing her enough love. In her recent interview with Zane Lowe, she disclosed that. She was very disappointed in Quavo and Cardi B's, uh, I guess, the way that they handled that whole entire situation and said that they didn't show her enough love. And uh, there's a lot of tea. Wait, you, you thought that we were you thought that we were deep in the tea? Nigga, we're neck deep now, bro. There's some tea. Nah, in I think Pete thought that shit. It's levels. Well, look, we gonna tell the people, bro, because there's levels to this tea. So, yeah, like like we said, Nicki Minaj dropped two singles recently. Uh, there's been a lot of you know talk lately because Cardi B, which just dropped, which, you know she just dropped her debut album, which has an 84 on Metacritic, which got an 8.7 on Pitchfork, better than any Drake album ever. It's basically just getting like praise from everybody, you know, universal acclaim, and uh, yeah, it just seems like Cardi B is uh, on top. But before we, yeah, before we get to Nicki Minaj, I want to ask you about this, Woody. Do you think that like Amer- like I guess all these people are like tokenizing like Cardi B. Yeah, but that's what happens, bro. You know what I mean? That's what she. Dude, I mean, that's what I, she I feel wanted. Comfortable watching her. No, no, no. Because, bro, you can you can talk all that about uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, she want that shit. That's what comes with being famous. What comes with being famous is doing mm-hmm. white shit or doing shit that might not be mandated as normal to them. It's just American stuff. So. You know, they're just, you know. I, I just feel like they're laughing at her and not laughing well, with her. Well, that's kind of the side of her that she's comfortable with. You know what I mean? She's a, like, she comes mm-hmm. from a whole different world. So for her to say something and for people to laugh at it ext- extremely loud, that's just them not understanding hood um, Ebonics and her just basically being herself, you know? Now, d- d- like, does she play into it a little bit more because she's naturally good at it? Yeah, and she wants that money and she wants that look, so by all means, go for it. But it's a two, it's a two-sided it's race. I'm not going to sit around and act like, you know what I mean, like she's like some boot gang and they let off the chain and then she just act like a monkey and then go back. Like, there's some people going to look at that shit negatively, but me, I just got to just see it for what it is. And for what it is, is honestly, she has a team and a team propositioned it to her. And she probably was like, okay, anything to broaden my audience and get me more money and to keep this album sales going up. Because the album's going to go platinum. 
it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I think it's sold like I think it's on pace to sell like two forty this yeah, week. Yeah, it's on it's on it's only week. a matter of time. So that's just. Have you listened to? Yes, it? I like the song with Chance the Rapper. Cool. I like I like gonna, I like that flow when Chance the Rapper be sound like he's stumbling on, on his words. And it's not that bad because it's the thing that changed my life. I like uh, I like all that. I sounded stupid. I sounded like Roman's Revenge. I apologize to everyone <laughs> who just had to listen to that in with their beautiful headphones. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, so Cardi B is, you know, she's she's been having her success and people have been thinking that Nicki Minaj has been threatened by this, being that there hasn't been another dominant, you know, female rapper since her. And she's been absolutely just smashing shit this last year. Um, so yeah, she releases these two songs and she goes on here and she does an interview with Zane Lowe or, uh, on Apple Music or whatever. And here are the things that she had to say. Uh, she fired. Oh shit! Wait a second. Hold on. Wait. Damn, this is coming out of order right now because I see that she fired back on Twitter. Fuck, man. This is the, the tea, man. I'm, I'm starting to get burned. Man, right you, now, man, you behind, like, but I got you. So basically, nah. Oh, no, I got, it, I got, it, I got it. So she look. She confirmed the album. Oh! There's a documentary on. I mean, there's a documentary on the way. Ice. Nikki doesn't know. She she didn't know that Jay was gonna be on Monster. You hit me. Uh, you hit me with cliff notes, wants, and this ain't got nothing to do. What what Jay Z no, got? No, no, what no, no, Jay Z no, with gonna, Monster got? To, we go, we gonna get to it. We gonna get to it. it got yeah, but you ain't set people up for that. It. So he's giving you guys cliff notes of the fucking Zane Lowe interview. Yeah, so I'm gonna just tell you what happened. Right? So also, she said that she wanted Drake and Wayne on the album. Obviously, uh, let's see. She said another little a nice thing of tea. She said that um, Nikki hated the Meek and Drake beef because she do she couldn't do anything publicly, and Drake's biggest fear during that time was if Nikki dissed him. And uh, let's see, she said that uh, uh, yeah, shots at Cardi for not praising her motorsport vo- uh, motorsport verse, shots at Quavo for not defending her, and uh, she said that Uzi, Swaley, and Quavo are her babies. She cries. Uh, Wayne called in and tried to <laughs> they said that they that he tried to fuck Nikki over the phone. So I guess he was talking to her, you know, in a certain way. Uh Birdman called in and then Nikki confirmed that the beef between him and Birdman were was squashed. Playboy. So the Wayne Birdman beef is squashed. Um Nikki's label doesn't have a name five years later. And uh yeah, she shouted out to Zillia Banks and she's gonna go on tour this year. So yeah, I guess she's you know, she's she's stirring up the pot. Nicki Minaj um, also said that Remy Ma is still on Love of Hip Hop getting no chips. Ooh. You know, you know what's one thing like we don't do? Maybe because we don't give a fuck. But we don't be di- like Joe Butter be like going into the psychosis of all this bullshit. <laughs> we just be having the information and we just give people our perspective because we really, I guess. We we treat it the way he, real humans treat it. It's not too deep. I'm I'm not gonna lie and be like I care this much because I'm a fan. Nah, I'm not lying, bro. At the end of the day, this is all cool. But where the music at? I need them receipts of them records. I need them records to make sense. So with these new Nicki records, do you actually like them, Chris? Um, I heard I haven't heard Chun Li, but I heard Barbie Teens, and uh. I mean, I was pretty, I was pretty impressed. Like, it sounded like she tried. You know, it, it didn't sound like anything that was really pop influence. It sounded like she really, you know, like got in that booth, man, and uh, and spit some bars. And I'm all for Nikki rapping because when it comes to her and her pen, uh, it's undoubtedly like the best female rapper of our time. Like, I know that it's not much competition and shit like that, but Nikki had the best verse on uh, on Monster. So like, forever she's God. Um, and I'm happy that she's gonna be. You know, I mean, how long are we gonna run with that? In a minute, Monster gonna be a ten ten year old track. Then what? Okay, I mean, it's a ten year old track off the ten year old album that hasn't been topped yet. So mm, here you go. I I, I, I like. Mean, I'm I, sorry, dude. I had to state the facts. I, I like Pablo too now. Bro, Pablo is not. What do you feel? You know what's wild though? Pablo has a seventy-five on Metacritic. Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy has an eighty-four. The the problem is is that That's people don't, don't be gauging it based off of all music. They gauge it off what they think that person's rubric is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Cardi B got that because like she really didn't have any expectations. And since she like basically just delivered on like everything, you know, like on every like, you know, category, like they're gonna praise her for it. 
I mean, even if she gave her, you know, like bare minimum, but I mean, she got everything, you know, on the checklist checked off. So they're going to praise her for it. But I mean, all in all, it's a, it's a great album. It's a great story. I'm a little her. confused, though. So um, what's the full problem? The problem is, is that they say, are they saying that? So Nikki's saying that she was forced to change her original verse because she said that if Cardi B is the QB, then I'm Lombardi. Yeah. Is, I don't like, do you feel like that's a diss? I don't think it's a diss. It's one of those bars that uh, OG says, you know, like on a track. And I think that because and I don't want to, you know, sound sexist or anything, but I think it's simply because it's between two women. People are trying to pin this more as beef. But I think that if Jay said the same thing about Drake on a song, nobody would have really said anything about it. Everybody would have been like, oh, that's a that's a cool line. So in my opinion, I think that, you know, they're just trying to make this bigger than what it was. And obviously, between those two, it was very heated already. It was like they were already on thin ice, and then I guess that just pushed it over the edge. So, all right. I so mean, now I, I I offer my next question, which is if that's such an issue, how come? All right. So, you, like, I want to make sure I'm trying to get all these pieces together. Are they saying that Nikki changed it? Because she didn't want no problem, or like, did they force her to change it? Because see, that's the thing that you're talking about with the Cardi B responding on Twitter and all that. But you're not really like getting into that. I thought you was like, come on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh yeah, I got the. I I I had that. You remember I was saying that I was like getting all the tea out of order. So I got this tea right here. I feel you know. I, I'm not. I gotta stop saying this tea. Shout um, out to the tea chasers. The tea chasers. Yeah. Shout out to the tea chasers. Um, wait a second. Uh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Here we go. So yeah, what the fuck, man? Do you, this is a tea, a tea day, man. You're you're doing bad, party. but come on, man. God damn. I know I'm doing. It's okay, man. You know. Um. No. And then she tweeted. She said, "How can you say someone changed their verse and forgot to say Quavo told me to remove my singing part in parentheses, which I loved." And Atlantic told me to remove your name from my verse per your request. So how were those changes going to happen if I didn't change my verse? Hashtag Nikki Day. Hashtag chun And I believe that that was uh, directed towards, um, yeah, Ak, Quavo, and Cardi B. So. Wait. I guess what, Ghostface what Killer I've got from wrote the situation. a piece of Be Careful? Like, did she take a piece of his line or something? She must have took a piece what? of his line. What are you talking about? Yo, on Cardi B's Be Careful, it says written by, it says like, I don't know how to say his name. So it says like Bell Callis, Almazar, Lamont Jody Hawkins, yeah, Lauren Hill, Marcine Hamilish, Marilyn like Bergman, Matthew Samuels, like Robert F. Diggs, Robert T. Jones, Todd Corey Woods, Adam King Feeney, Alan Berg, um, like Alan Bergman, Anderson Hernandez, Clifford Smith, Ghostface Killer, Gary Rice, Jason Hunter, and Jordan Thorpe. Well, you have to you have to also you have to also understand that a lot of writing credits are due to samples. Yeah, so that's okay. I, that's made, what I was asking. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know oh, those well, I'm samples. Not, I'm not on saying there. that that's one on this Barbie Ting song. Um, it me, says Onika Mirage and Jeremy Reed. What's Ghostface? What's Ghostface Killer's name? Oh wait, it's on. Be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that this shit had to. Have, let me look. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's it samples. It samples. Can it be so simple? And the way we were by Lauren Hill. So, oh no! Excuse me. It contains a sample of X Factor. Can it be so simple? And the way we were. So yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool. Barbara Streisand. That's that's where that name come from. Okay. Cool. But yeah, like uh, I mean, Cardi B. I'm happy for her. She's doing good. Like I I remember watching her when she was like you know a whole night cold. So to see that progression, come I gotta, on, we gotta we gotta fight through this and get to that fire. Fuck, bro, there's some fire going on, nigga. G Herbo, who run it? First of all, let's just get this out there. Uh, I mean, shout outs to the original who run it, and shout outs to Juicy J, feel like not being one of those type people where he feels the type of way when people like rehash a song. He he remixed his own song, you know. 
So, so that's perfectly fine. Shout out to G Herbo. He's the originator. I feel like everyone after him was a biter because they didn't ask him to do the remix. Only one person did a remix with him, and it's Lil Uzi Vert. And he snapped in half. He was in his bag. Yeah, little Uzi. He's been uh, he's been snapping. He dropped another song today too. He leaked a song called like Rich Forever. Mm, yeah, Rich Forever. In yeah. which yeah, in which he absolutely just demolished the entire beat. They said he stole a, soul, a flow from someone, but I, I just simply don't fucking care. Those bars. Who's the flow they said? Who's the um, flow they said he took? I forgot. It's some. I'm sorry, like that. Man, ain't nobody got time to be talking about who someone took something from. Everyone who say someone got took something from someone, it's never someone in position to make money or someone who's in position of happiness. Is it never is? It's never. Even when I do it, there's there's a place of of hate where it comes from because you mad that someone else ain't getting the love, and it's probably because you feel like you ain't getting the love. I'm just telling the truth because no one really be getting mad. Come on, man. You know what I mean? All right. Another little music thing, just because we hitting hit, hitting all of it. Your boy Drake then dropped the little song, and Sachi's predicting it's gonna be his biggest hit. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't think it's gonna be bigger than God's plan. God's plan made grown men cry, bro. Uh, this song ain't making nobody cry, Chris. Like the video, but the song's a banger. When have you seen someone cry to a banger, Chris? I've never seen that. I've never seen no one on this earth cry to a banger. So. I don't know, Chris. I think God's plan is going to be his biggest hit, bro. To keep it, I mean, not to cut you off, but to keep it real, I I ain't going to lie, bro. Like, his flow, like, he, he, he understands rap. And the reason why I believe he understands hip-hop and anyone can understand what I'm saying with this, he knows how to take a petty moment and make money off of it and make it also listenable for all audiences. Meaning that Drake... Did stay screen uh they uh stay scheming sorry he did stay scheming and he was able to make a hit out of uh dissing you know common and he also did back to back so like the fact that Uzi could do like a single that's gonna do well for G Herbo and talk about you know the Richard Kid issues on there I don't know if, who else he was talking about but he sounded like he was talking about the Migos on there too but I don't want to sound like academics in them but uh, a Bravo to oh, everything yo, he was doing wait wait you saw S O B R B E said fuck the Migos they're the hottest group in the game yeah 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 man man it's just going too far it's too much music to to chat about too much yikes and we still not done because nah, you know we, we still got to talk about no we still got to talk about another artist hold on go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead nah, go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead cuz i don't want to talk about cuz this no this that, this topic i want to talk about nah, this topic i want to talk about Childish Gambino oh, cuz i want to talk about i want to talk about how i went to the bar the other day i was a drinker shout out to Aurora shout out to Todd and one of the bartenders one of his best friends was in the episode, the last episode of Atlanta. Not the one that comes on today, but the one that came on last week. And his his friend was the guy at the register who let old boy buy the marker in the Confederate hat. So what I didn't realize, Chris, because I know we're going to spoil it for some people, but because it's robbing season, every episode someone's getting robbed of something. Whether it's the literal form, you know, that's, you know, that's, um, you know, that surface, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's on the um, exterior or something is deeper than that, that you got to really understand. So the Michael Jackson episode is really about him being robbed of his childhood. Yeah, it's bro. Like, okay, we can really talk about this episode because I, I basically understand that whole entire episode now. So like what happened was like that nigga Teddy was so pissed off that he had to take care of his brother his entire life. So he basically got to this point where he tried to kill uh, Bobby, right? He tried to kill, or Benny or Bobby, I don't know. He tried to kill that nigga, right? And you remember when he went down there and he saw him and he was holding on his chest? Yeah, like that nigga basically killed him, put him in the basement and waited for him to die. So when he went up there and told him to get the gun, like that's why he was doing it. He said he'll kill us both. And that's why if you listen to the shit where he records on his fucking recorder, it says, like, wash your hands immediately. Yeah, because that nigga just stabbed him in the stomach before he came. And he was basically going to sacrifice that nigga, what you call it, um, he was going to sacrifice Darius, make the shit look like a setup, make the mansion a historical landmark, and then basically turn it into a museum. And yeah, that's what was supposed to happen. And, like... 
yeah, that shit was wild. You know, like, holy shit. That was one of the best episodes of television I've seen in a while. And the, and the fact that they had it uh, commercial-free was really, really intense. That ostrich, that's uh, that ostrich oh. egg was was the fucking worst. That shit bro. made me so that uncomfortable. Shit was spooky. The, bro, he fake was fingering it. You gotta go look, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But then it looked, but then it looked kind of fake, yummy when he was eating nah, on nah, it. But I did not the, know. The, the, I don't the scariest know what part about. that people not even peeping. No, because bro, when he was eating it, it didn't look as bad when he was eating it with the bread. But the scariest part that no one's peeping is the smirk when he talked about hip hop. He said, "Hip oh rap." Hmm. Yeah, that's a funny one. That was spooky. No, I, I think that one of the the, the crazy. Uh, and yo, you know that was Donald, right? Yes, I know that was okay, Travis cool, Gambino. Cool, 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 cool. You could tell his fucking hammer ass head. Yeah, right, and that damn little smile. That dude, that that shit was wild. Like, if I was him, I would go to the Emmys dressed as him. <laughs> yo, chill, chill, chill. Niggas gonna say he doing. But, but if he did that, everybody would know that he's kind of making fun of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. People be like, yo, you fucking with the dead. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But no, I, I think one of the coolest parts about that episode was that perfect, perfect break in the middle where he was calling them. And it had that like part of humor where he was like, that nigga looked like under like the, what he looks like uh, what's under a scab. Yeah. yeah, and then he was like talking about like uh, and he was giving him the extra fries. Well, he wasn't talking about he wasn't talking about him. He was talking about Sammy Sosa, but yeah. I don't know if you peeped that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. didn't say nothing about Sammy Sosa. Well, I mean, I was assuming that the people that watched the episode would know what I'm talking about. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so you know, it was cool. Um, that was yeah, that was a perfect episode. Everything about it, the pacing, it had me on the edge of my seat. It had my girl on the edge of her seat, and she. And the coolest thing about this ep- like this season of Atlanta, is that all of the episodes are out of order, and they're just like you know little things that are happening in each character. And I guess it's all going to lead up to something. But uh, as we're speaking right now, an episode of Atlanta is premiering right now called Champagne Poppy. So uh, you know, as soon as this podcast is over. I will be uh, shutting off my computer and watching that shit. But, yeah, man. Atlanta, bro. Best show on television, man. That shit is... Woo! That shit is intense, big fella. But, look, since we're talking man. about Atlanta, Woody, this is something that's been on my mind. This is something that has been on my heart these last few days. I've been talking about it. Oh, the B-Shroy pop-up. No, not, not, not... Well, I mean, we can't talk about that. But, no. The, you can't discredit that. I'm you see how I threw that discred- in there? So, you had to, like... So, uh, so you couldn't deflect it? Yeah, I, I can't you deflect it. Yeah. You couldn't deflect it. Shout out to Brick yeah, Olds. Shout out to, I got to stop shouting people out. Because... This podcast is not about a fucking shout outs. I'm so I apologize, y'all. But the podcast, but I mean, like, bro, I mean we the gotta podcast, talk about that because that was the big, pop man. up was amazing. That was big, bro. That was news. That was culture. Yeah, and hold up, did you see a Laylee kill the jeans? Bro, that pic. You know what's crazy about a Laylee? Shout out to a Laylee. The way that she takes pictures, like she made that iPhone picture look like something that was taken like with a fucking a Hasselblad. Like, well, it wasn't taken with an iPhone. It wasn't. No. Ah, shit, my bad. She has, a, she has a photographer. Shout out to my boy. Oops. He know who he is. But yeah, uh, yeah, that picture was great. Shout out to her. She she absolutely murked that shit. Um, and shout, shout out to all the dumbass people that are like, how the fuck do you walk in those? Like, <laughs> like, if you want to know about it, it's very easy. You fucking pull them up, dumbasses. But yeah. But no, no, no. This is what I wanted to talk about about Atlanta, okay? So there's been a big big discussion recently about who created trap music and a lot of people are saying that gucci man created trap music a lot of people are saying that you know trap music was always a thing and that ti just coined it and then like myself i say that ti created trap music now why do i say that because before trap music woody Am I wrong or am I right? Before the album Trap Music by T.I. came out, Trap Music was not the name of the genre. Was it or was it not? So the person who created the NBA is the is the most known for it. Listen, you're making a great point. You're absolutely right. So I'm gonna let you finish your point. Go ahead. So, so I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say no. Okay. Trap music was not a genre, but it wasn't a genre when Ti made the album. It was just an album name. But look, you see, I was alive and well, I know, and that shit was not a genre. I know it wasn't a genre, but what people say is like, who created trap music? Like he was the first person to say trap music. And what people don't understand is that trap music really isn't necessarily about the beats, even though it is very like important. Trap music was about niggas rapping about selling drugs on songs. And if you listen to I'm Serious, and if you listen to trap music, and if you listen to Urban Legend, those are all trap albums. 
And if you listen to the first TM, like, you know, the first few TMs, like, you know, TM 101, a, a classic trap album, that's a trap album, but it doesn't necessarily sound like modern trap music because the greatest trap artist of all time, Gucci, changed all of that shit. But I was trying to explain to people that... I disagree, though. You think that? You, you, th- you disagree? I, I disagree. I'm definitely going to um, add a link or definitely going to, like, have to post that repost that you remember that trap family tree i made mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to post i still have the video thank god i do i'm gonna have to drop box but look so let I me ask you but it. look let me ask you this so you're trying to so i mean like in my opinion i think that the most influ- influential rappers in terms of like you just all said the people, on the last podcast no 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 you just no, said no, on the last talk, podcast i'm not, I'm not talking that about that i'm talking about that you're not letting me finish i'm saying the most influential Go rappers ahead, that, that nigga gucci put on the fuck gucci put on oj the juice man and gucci put on waka flocka who are easily why are you two of, hold on why are you acting like why are you acting like he didn't put on a thousand rappers as well i understand with that. that but you have to realize that those two people are some of the most important rappers in terms of like modern flow no they're not okay Okay, so you're trying to tell me that OJ, OJ Juice Man is not as important as the Migos anymore. So are you no, trying to tell me not. that OJ the Juice Man basically wasn't Playboy Cardi, but in 2009? No. Hey, okay. Like he he started that whole A shit, bro. Like, come on, bro. Niggas definitely have evolved off of his flow. Like, you cannot deny that. And Walker Flock. Because it wasn't just his flow. Okay. Okay. He wasn't the only person doing ad libs. The first person who made ad libs big is who? We're not talking about ad libs. We're talking about A. Bro, we're talking about ad libs because after that, Lil B ran. After that, Lil B ran with OJ the Juice Man's ad libs. This is all in my trap family tree. You know what I mean? With the swag, whoop, whoop, and all that, and and you know, it it could change. It could transform to other things. You know what I mean? Like technically, Playboy Cardi gets his ad libs from Uno the Activist. Uno the Activist be like, wah. Wow, you know, and they're cousins, so that shits go hand in hand. Who knows which one of them started it? But to, I mean, from I mean, from my vantage point, it looks like Uno the activist. So look, let me just butt in real quick and let me tell you how I feel like this is. This is a three-legged race, okay? Ti is the most black and white on paper. So Ti is the person to basically the smart guy who who's 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 the type to fuck around and get trap music like. Uh, patented or something like that or he'd get it licensed you get what i'm saying get it licensed mm-hmm. jung jeezy was literally the, the the he's like the chemical perfection of trap music because he's the literal like consumption of commercial success based off talking about drugs you know yeah shout out to now, the snowman shirts exactly like i think he pushed trap music like further than anyone as a commercial success he did because he was all trap ti was a little party he was a little everything you know what i mean young jeezy was all trap all trap (laughs) if it's taking too long to lock up bring it back you were short anyway so bring a stack like he was all trap gucci man was not as skillful initially to the masses as young jeezy but his style is a lot more modern no a lot more copied because it's a lot easier to take his style list you know his style and he was more loyal to the rap i mean to the producers zaytoven and a couple other of the producers who basically made the trap sound aesthetically with the beats. So because of that, Young Jeezy, I mean, Gucci Man, pardon me, has the most kids. That's why there's no rapper who raps like Young Jeezy. There's no rapper who raps like T.I. in the game right now. But there's damn sure a bunch of rappers who rap on Gucci Man beats and do things the way Gucci Man did. Also, Gucci Man made people have the work ethic of a trapper and put out an abundance of of Boo Boo Ass Records. Shout out to Future. Nigga put out mixtapes just to breathe. Shout out to Migos who could put out mixtapes any day. Shout out Pee Wee Longway. Shout out Hood Rich Pablo. Shout out Drug Rich Peso. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all these rappers. So ultimately, it's a three, it's, you know, it's a three, you know, it's, it's just like different lanes to it. Now, T.I.'s being technical because he just want to feel like he's the dopest trapper. But at the end of the day, when Young Jeezy came out, you totally forgot T.I. was a trap rapper because he was sitting around making songs like Why You Wanna and Is She a Freak Though and Let's Get Away amazing. and all those type of tracks. Yeah, he was making crossover tracks. You know what I'm saying? You're not really a trap rapper when you're making So Live Your Life. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, obviously, yeah, everybody, you know every, every, everybody knows that, bro. Like, everybody knows that T.I. ended up like, bro. Like, after T.I. versus T.I.P., there was no more. Like, it, it, and, it was over. And now, don't get it twisted. Oh, no, he did all, have them. All three of those, no, no, all three of those rappers had a time where they were trying to make crossover records. Young, you know what I'm saying? Young Jeezy had his moments. Gucci Man had the song with Mario that loving you, loving you, why would you want to break? You know, they all had their moment. You know what I mean? Like, Gucci Man was featured on Mariah Carey's, but come on, bro. Oh, no, nah, his that, music that was, was like ridiculous. His music sounds like drugs. It sounds like it. It sounds like drugs. Young Jeezy, I felt like had the cosign that like you believed he did that mm-hmm. in his past life. So Ti clearly did do it, but you just know so between, that he just between had Jeezy, the star power between Jeezy and uh and Ti. Who do you think was the better lyricist? Uh, Ti is, uh, is the is the better lyricist. All right. T.I. is the better lyricist, but uh, uh, Young Gigi's not really in the rap race of who's the best trap artist. He, he's not worried about that. Mm-hmm. It's really Gucci Man because Gucci Man said he invented it. You know, and at the end of the day, there's a lot of orphans out here, and T.I. not trying to ring them in. He's not. He, you, like, you don't see T.I. making songs with these young cats. He might be looking out for them on the back end that we don't know about, but Gucci Man signed Young Thug before he went to jail. Gucci Man signed Young Scooter. Gucci Man signed Migos before everybody. Gucci Man be signing these artists. It's not just OJ the Juice Man, Waka Flocka. He's, remember, he had rights to Young Thug. Sachi? Uh, he, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is he's really the trap god. So you Ti might have invented it, but he abandoned that shit somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know like, what I'm I mean, nobody's arguing that. I, I said earlier that he no, basically no, 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 no. I'm talking on the I'm out. talking on the behalf of answering what Ti was talking about. Oh, okay. You feel me? Because Ti was making it seem like it, it's just it's without a question. It, it 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 can be questioned because you like you didn't fully like you know let that be known. You know, like you could have said something when Gucci Man made the album called Trap God. You could have said something in abundance of time, you know, but you know he didn't. What it is, bro. It's just that uh, Ti. I think Ti was holding more on the crown of King of the South, and exactly. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. You can't have it all. Yeah, and it's like, bro. I'll I'll say that till I die. Ti was the King of the South. Like, I was a huge Ti fan growing up. In 2006, I probably watched ATL probably a slick 80, 90 times. Yeah, like it, it was it was crazy, bro. Raised on Ti, you know, so. It, it, it was just like, I, I just feel like a lot of people that were hearing this question weren't really answering it, actually. They were trying to, like, basically say who was the best trap artist. And, yeah, that's it's undeniably Gucci, man. Like, his his influence just is endless. Like, people people won't around for, they won't, I, I used to ride around that corner, right on Flintwood. Like, the niggas don't remember that shit, man. And, and shout out to anybody that does. And shout out to the kids that are trying to gonna, gonna try to look that up. You can find uh, old videos, basically, of uh, Shawty, Shawty Lowe was in that video. Um, OJ the Juice Man, obviously. Waka Flocka at a very young age. He was very skinny. His dreads were short. It's, it's a really cool, you know, look into the past. Um, shout out to Southern Rap. For real, for real. But no, nah, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about that, dude. Because Instagram be having niggas hot. Word. I like I like when all these super fans or these artists be putting up Instagram posts of their their favorite artists, uh, you know, without tattoos in their face. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. So, uh, these dudes got some crazy tattoo, bro. Trippy Red has a, a scar, scar tattooed on his eye like someone slashed him. And they be making the weirdest commemorations. It's for my brother. Bro, so you out here looking like Cable from motherfucking Marvel superheroes? Yeah, that, you have to understand like you that look that like kid, Cable from X Men. Dude is eighteen years old. He just has a lot of money right now. Like, for real, a lot of these niggas like are fucking like kids. Like for real, Boom Gang, whole lot of gang shit. Yeah, Boom got a kid. I don't know why Trippy Red looked like that, bro. I know we said something about it the last time, but I I googled it to look at that picture of the of the scar, and I just had to see this nigga again, man. What the fuck, bro? Uh oh. Oh, X bringing back the mod. He bringing back the Majin Boos. Uh oh. Uh oh. You, you remember? You remember that one picture last year was like everyone's favorite picture when he had his stomach poking out yeah. when he was at the festival and everybody kept making him turn Yo, the kid boo. That shit was powerful. <laughs> Yo, bro. X has got some fans, bro. Yo, he got such X, a weird bro, name. X is like so. He's actually like people were trying to say this. Like, I mean, they weren't trying to, but they were making the point. X is one hundred percent more of a star than Young Thug. Like. More successful than Young Thug, 
And like that shit. Maybe he might be on his no, way. He might it, be no, up to something. Woody, his 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 project sold uh, his both of his projects sold a hundred thousand. Young Thug never has sold over eighty. No, I don't think he sold over seventy before. That nigga got two projects that do a hundred thousand already. And speaking of Young Thug, he about to drop a sex tape. Excuse me, the sex tape. His new name is Sex. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's about to drop the tape. He got Uzi. He got uh, Nicki Minaj on there and uh, 21 Savage. It's a four-track EP. And uh, I think it's a concept of, like, you remember, like, how he said that he was not going to release any music this year because his brother's death? Uh, death? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, in the in the first video, I guess, that he dropped from the song, like, it's a, it's a sign language interpreter. Like, you know, like, they just, every, like, all his lyrics, I guess he's just, like, like the nigga's doing it in sign language. So, that's pretty cool. And yeah, he's. I, I guess he, he said he wants to work with the. Uh, he he said he wants to work with X also. So that'll be some crazy shit. Will it now? Mm-hmm. We sh- we gonna see. He almost said Trippy Red though, and look, I, I I peeped that. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. ASAP Rocky also said about testing. He said this is gonna be. Hold on, a- man. Man, hold on, man. What's XXX? Uh, oh, I found it. I found it. Oh. Yo, this dude, yo, this dude really be taking posts off his Instagram and all that, man. These dudes are too, these dudes are too edgy, but bro. But you know why people be doing that shit, bro? Because they can archive them. Like it, like that shit just basically gave everybody the initiative. Like, it, like you know, like bro, you there's no, there's nothing to you know lose. It's hide them shits. Yeah, man. These dudes be looking so. These dudes be edgy, man. They win. Hell these yeah. dudes, these dudes win, dude. Aesthetic is. I, Everything. <laughs> it really no, is. But, I'm but, learning but Woody, this. Imagine, bro. Imagine if Pharrell came out in 2018. Bro, he would be looked at as like the greatest. He, he artist. did come out. Uh, Jada Smith. No, I'm kidding. I'm Yo, kidding. Bro, I'm kidding. Don't nah. ever disrespect that nigga like that again. But come on, keep it no, real. Jada Smith no. does look like he's supposed to be Pharrell's no, son. No, they dress alike at all. No, that. they do not. Jada Smith yes, dresses like trash. What are you talking he, exa- about? He dresses like a woman. Pharrell bro. just puts it on better. He just has a better nah, silhouette, dude. Like, no, bro, J- bro, go really look at that. Jada, go really Jada look at Smith that. dresses like go really a look at kid, that. Go peep that. Bro, I, I know. Jada Smith, I got a lot. Genius, man. All right, man. Let's just hit him with the quick kiss. Talk about ASAP Rocky new song in his video, and everybody want listen. Everybody want listen to Moby now. Yeah, right. Um, I think Mo, one of Moby's like I think Moby's mom is from my town, but I think I'm lying about that. But uh, yeah, so this nigga basically said that testing is gonna be an amazing fucking album, and he said that he wants his listeners and viewers. He said, I want to test listeners and viewers and see if they're ready to evolve. I'm tired of hearing the same old shit. It's cliche. I'm rich. That's not my attitude. This is going to be an amazing fucking album. He also mentioned how he didn't care about making music to stay relevant or popular. He also said that the rollout is very carefully calculated and it's all about timing it perfectly. One small mishap could throw off the entire cycle. So that probably explains why it has not come out yet. I hear that, but that sound too intricate. This nigga ain't no uh, Frank Ocean. Put that shit out, man. He been ba- he been he been hang up with Frank Ocean. You know they buddies I now, you, bro. You know when them niggas fuck with anybody from our future, man. Can we just they man? Evolve. It's just so much music out right now. Everybody just do they shit out there. Famous Dex project is ill. Cali Ushas project. Ill. That coming home interlude? Ooh. Oh, that's no, you listen to you, that guy. No, get you sent me the wrong interlude. You, got, you sent me the wrong interlude, big fella. That coming home interlude nah, is got it, 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 it sounds like Thundercat yeah. produced that. No, he probably did. No, no, no. He definitely did. He definitely did. That when he had that uh, Nah, but I, I think like the best song on the album low key right now is like your teeth in my neck. It I, I was on that dead to me wave for a little bit, but that your teeth in my neck, bro. That shit sound like some H and M music, but man, shout outs to Young Leash, help uh, inspiring her to make some high level music. She was gonna make it anyway. Hell yeah, just... I think she can be a superstar, bro. Like for real, I think that this album, if it's like promoted right, it could be this year's isol. I mean, uh, it could be this year's uh, control. For real, for real. Yeah, like it's it is is very very well rounded. It has something for everybody, and I'm very proud of it. 
Verified. Yeah, man. Famous, but Famous Dex Project go hard, bro. Oh, yeah. And Richard Kid guys, and Richard Kid is the French Montana, like we said on the last podcast. Shout out to everybody who, who who liked that reference. So yeah, I had to throw that out there. I feel good Baby, now. Wait. A little Harlem shake for the culture. Yeah. I'm 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 really into that album. Uh yeah, I, I love Caliushis, bro. I love her aesthetic. But uh since we're talking about, you know, new music, um, Drake is strategically one by one appeasing to every, like he's he's pleasing every demographic song by song. And like I don't know how I feel about this. Um God's plan was obviously for the world. Uh Look Alive was for the streets. Diplomatic immunity was for the hip hop heads. Nice for what is for the women, you know, the queens. And then mm-hmm. What's next? Do, is it something for the simps? Is it something for, you know, is something? I, I don't see any other demographic that you know has been touched. A diss track, you know, a diss track got to come too. You got to be talking about somebody somewhere. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the, I don't think Drake's gonna do that this album. Like, because it's really unclear to see the sound, like the 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 sound that's gonna be on this album. Uh, it's already been reported. I think I already said it last podcast or some shit. But nice for what is like the official second single for his album. Because God's Plan is like the unofficial first single. You know what I mean? Like, it's the hotline bling, I guess, for this album. Hey, I've been moving calm. Don't start no trouble with me. Yeah, man. 11 weeks at number one. And Nice For What is probably going to debut number five. Ooh, I'm at the fuck up. Shut this the nigga, fuck up, this Matt nigga, Drake. Drake got his whole foot on the neck of everybody right now. Mm-hmm. That, that shit is scary. For real, for real. Wait, let me give Matt Chen a shout out. He saved my whole. He um he saved my bacon. You're not gonna be on the podcast because you're not recording. But um he yeah he saved my bacon. He he had to get my resume in full motherfucking Super Saiyan Blue mode. So if it um if I needed my resume, clearly something big coming up. So hopefully it go through so we can all share it and talk about it. Be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh. Real quick though, can we talk about how I got over on everybody on the internet? Because I really just showed how much of a mockery and how much of a joke some of these people are when it comes to fake news. Kind of like how Takashi Murakami basically was making a joke, or maybe he really didn't know if Virgil designed that bag that Kim Jones had made a year ago and it was already on sale. And everybody was telling Virgil, "Congrats on the bag!" And Virgil's just such a good guy. He just didn't say, "You you guys are idiots." It's Kim Jones' bag, so he was like, "Yeah, thank you. I love my Kim Jones bag." You know, that was his slick way of doing it. He's so diplomatic instead of just trying to just be hard edge. So it ain't it ain't for everybody to be hard edge, but sometimes you gotta like draw a line to be able to clarify things for people or less. But see, the problem is the problem the see the problem of what just happened, I just I I um the guys, the people listening, someone just started talking to me and then I couldn't finish what I was just saying. So don't talk to me, Matt. I'm I'm doing a podcast. If you talk to me, I'm gonna shut up. Which is gonna mess up the podcast because they don't hear you talking. Dude, shout out to Matt Chen for giving me like the fucking like <laughs> the fucking this dude worst. has been like giving me the craziest headaches recently. I, pause, the, the, bro. I, <laughs> bro, no pause. Twenty eighteen, bro. Like, come on, man. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. This is some real oh shit, my man. God. Matt's been getting on my nerves, bro. But shout out to Matt. But um, oh shit, yeah, bro. But these sneakers. These sneakers, man, the Yeezys have fell off. The 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 have fell off. The the off whites have fell off. I mean, what else is gonna fall? Dude, StockX is ruining everything. They're ruining they, everything. So if a shoe doesn't sell for a thousand dollars, it fell off. Shut the fuck no, up. No, I'm talking about the resale, man. We're talking, bro. Come on, well, man. I'm not you, a reseller, bro. You you were just talking about how the shits fell, the off whites fell off because they won't sell them no. for you know the the the, the so called price. N- no, they're not falling off in terms of style of and in not. terms of, of hype. What they're doing is they're leveling out because people understand that it's not a one-time thing. Yeah, um, but one the thing fact, that about the, StockX the, you, that is just really annoying, though, is the fact that, like, okay, this is what little white kids do. So they get on StockX and say the North Face Supreme comes out, right? That shit was going for, like, $800, $900 when it came out. But these kids are trying to get their fucking money back. So all they do is when somebody makes a newest low, like a lowest ask, they just literally go below them and they keep undercutting each other until they're at the bottom of the fucking, you know, they're at the stump of the damn tree. Like, 
it, it, it's, it's blowing my mind, bro. I should have sold my jacket like three days ago. Now I've lost like $300. These kids don't know how to fucking sell things. It's wild, bro. I ain't going to hold you. I need to find... Um I need to find those The World Is Yours pants. I think I'm sold on those. Oh, you like those? Yeah. How much was they retail? I don't know. I mean, let me look on StockX. Because they always show the, you know, the uh, the retail price down there. Uh, ooh, these are going for a pretty penny. Oh, no, they're not. Uh, I think the, the retail was $188. If you wanted them in your size right now, would it be like a 34 or a 32? You had to pay $250 on StockX. All right, that ain't that bad. That ain't no V-Loan denim. <laughs> yeah, rocking V-Loan and I'm rocking a flight. Too much sauce. Yeah. But, uh, <sighs> Supreme, man. How do you feel about that and luggage? And finally, Nike putting out their own fake version of Triple S. We'll get to that. But um, the the luggage, um, I wouldn't buy it. It's a distraction. It'll probably get fucking robbed. I think that's only for people mm-hmm. who really got money. You yeah, know what I mean? Like and most people, key. and most people who carry luggage like that, like they fly in a certain type of style. So like, when you fly first class, do like does your luggage get put somewhere special too? Nah, or nah? I don't, for, I don't know about do, that. Do first class luggage get lost? I mean, I. Like, bro, I mean, it probably does. I think so. Like, bro, first class is a fucking scam. Like, there's nothing really special about it, you know. Like, I mean, you have a, uh, you, you have a lot. You I mean you get a you get a better seat, big fella. I mean, a way better seat. Oh uh, man, yo, what what did Vince Staples say? First class flights is overrated. Well, Vince Staples is the type of he's a contrarian to begin with. He's a smart dude, but he's also a contrarian. Fucking love him, man. Fucking love him. Man. I bet you do. He's awesome, dude. Vince Staples is cool, man. But I didn't say he wasn't. But no, like I, I, I really didn't like it. Like I mean, I was trying to buy, you know, to flip it or whatever like that. But if I personally was getting Supreme luggage, I would want it to be like a cool. Like I mean, like even if they did the fuck pattern all over the luggage, like that would be fuego. Like you wouldn't know it's Supreme, but I would be able to just see that from anywhere. You know, like if I'm I'm at baggage claim, like I know it's my bag. You know, and like probably nobody's gonna take it. You know, because it says fuck all over it, but. Yeah, Supreme should have did something like that, bro. This was just like a no-brainer. Like this is like, please rob me. So <laughs> I might like need to go cop somebody. Yeah, I think what they should have did, they sh- it shouldn't have just been so literal. It should have been like some of that by any means, or maybe something else. Yeah, you know, it should have just been something that was like Supreme. Illegal, if you know, illegal, you know, uh, illegal business controls America. Like that would have been something cool on there. They yeah, but then you would have got, but but then you would have got stopped uh, all the time with that kind of luggage. Like, hey man, what do you got in that bag? <laughs> What's in that bag? <laughs> Yeah, they did it very safe, but it was still in good taste. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that company makes good luggage anyway, in general. Yeah, Ramoa. Th- they're, they're they're actually. Having it's so funny tomorrow. if it's like the white people starter kit. If, if certain things, if you want to feel like you live a better life, you have to use that hand soap that I be using. What's that hand soap? I don't. Even, I don't even, Myers, Myers hand soap and Myers a dishwashing soap. You gotta have that, right? You you gotta wear um the Santal twenty two. Of of that um, of that cologne or perfume or whatever, which is that uh, it's the Labo. It's, the, it's that shit that smell like all the fancy hotels. Dude, you gotta that. have the Ramoa luggage. You gotta have an iPhone. It's like certain amenities you gotta have in order to feel like a luxurious white person. That's how white people make you feel like you gotta have what we have, even though you you don't gotta have any of it. But it's just that's what they all have, so everybody gets it, and it's like following the Joneses. You know, it's like they got those fancy strollers, and then the black people go buy those strollers, and they be like, yeah, I gr- yeah, girl, I'm in the hood, but I got that white people stroller. I just said like the most dumbest shit ever, but it's the truth. I'm no, sorry. No, that's, that's super facts. Super facts. Um, full Supreme has been Supreme. Oh, dude. Ooh, this looks fuego. Yeah, they got this bandana sweater right now that I think they. I think you would like. It's really, really nice. Uh, a bandana sweater? Nah, this ain't Puma. This needles, big fella. Okay, brother. Oh. Uh, it, it's not, bro. It's not like that. It's like a. It, it's a paisley. You know, all right. I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, but um, look, man, look, you looking up StockX? Stock StockX came came up on my Facebook. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Man, man, I'm big mad now. Man, I feel like we gonna miss something, man. The FBI niggas outside your house right now, man. 
That's why I got to stop podcasting and listen to Atlanta. So I'm out of here. Any any shout outs? Uh, shout out to all of the white kids for not buying the Martin Luther King Supreme hoodie because I'm definitely going to get that eventually. Uh, also, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Also, shout outs to my homegirl, Sasha. 100th episode coming up. Chris, I know I'm going to sound retarded saying this. Chris, you might be mad. Our 100th episode, you might not be on. I doubt it, though. I doubt it, though. Damn you know why? Because No, I'm going to tell you why. Because by the time the summer hit... We'll buy. We'll already have been to episode one hundred. But I'm gonna keep it real. I told people, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. Virgil might be either episode one hundred one, one hundred two, or one hundred three, like on some Young Jeezy shit, TM one hundred one, or some shit like that. Uh, uh, Shout out to Waleek. Waleek is definitely gonna be the cover of this podcast. That picture you sent me is hilarious. Why does Waleek look so fucking animated? His eyes look so. He always looks so sedated. Waleek always. He he has very low eyes. Like even though like he doesn't. He's not a. He doesn't smoke, but he always looks really high. Like, and I mean that's that's the Brunson eyes. But yeah, shout out to my boy Waleek. That's my that's one of my best friends. Um, that dude is. American gem. It's awesome, dude. But I think that's I think that's it, man. We out of here. I think we out of here, man. We thank y'all <laughs> every Fortnite time. Calling. This is Woody's first poppy. Oh no, nah, Atlanta. Oh, here calling. you go. <laughs> Ex- exactly. We out. <laughs>